0: Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org.
1: Today's inspiration is to inform and assure you that God is making a statement. A statement by simple definition is a sentence that says something is true. Some statements are intended to make a specific point, to solidify an idea, concept, or validate a unique perspective. In believers' lives, God consistently makes statements through certain situations and outcomes that confirm the truth of His Word and remind us of who He is and what He has power to do. In this message, God is emphasizing that some of your struggles, storms, and negative situations are simply setups for him to make a statement confirming that he is with you and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Welcome to this, your Wednesday, October 25th, 2023 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, your bestie from Buffalo your sister from another Mister, your faith activator, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. Happy Wednesday, bestie. Let me begin by saying, if you tuned into the podcast yesterday, you will notice that I was a little bit hyper. My oldest daughter, Kyla, came to me laughing <laughs> and said, I listened to your podcast and you were on 10, but it was funny. She hugged me and assured me that the podcast was still a blessing and she received something from it. You know, when it comes to being hyper bestie, I get that way sometimes because of brain trauma. The damage to some of my brain cells created impulse control issues. I've gotten a lot better. Thank God. Even though some days my brain just refuses to cooperate, but I can't hide away and stuff myself in a closet just because my brain is acting up that day, right? So yesterday, my energy was a lot higher and I was more random. It was more difficult to stay on task and keep my train of thought, you know, which is why I'm grateful for my understanding team. They are the most patient, encouraging, amazing support, really. I, I love you guys. Thank you. And I thank God for giving me the courage to show up just as I am in obedience to him so that I might do his work. Amen. You know, bestie, I share these things, these moments, these vulnerabilities with you, because I want you to know that when you say yes to God, you will face trying seasons and challenges where your emotions and circumstances make it feel harder to do what God said do, but keep going. He will equip you as he is equipping me. It won't always feel easy. It won't always go perfect, but God gives us the grace and power to do hard things. Part of what keeps me going on my hard days is seeing how essential and critical this 501c3 nonprofit is in the fulfillment of the mission to share the gospel of Christ through word and deed. All around the world, people are receiving Jesus, being strengthened in their faith and getting much needed humanitarian aid. I am living proof that God does not need a perfect vessel, just a willing one, right? So thank you for being willing to help our ministry by sowing tax deductible seeds of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Together, we're feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, providing clean water, free Bibles and Christian resources. Isn't that awesome? So again, thank you for your support. Every podcast you hear is free and available on select radio stations, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs. That's D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Of course, on the official blog at yourdailycupofinspiration.com and wherever podcasts are heard. I appreciate you tuning in and also rejoicing with me and my team when we receive incredible praise reports from the precious members of our Daily Cup faith community. This one comes from Elaine in Washington, D.C. She wrote into the ministry and said this. Hi, Deanna. Hey, Elaine. I requested prayer from your ministry team for my daughter, Shay, two years ago and multiple times since then. She has been bound by drugs, caught up in a domestic violence situation, and I have been taking care of her three children. It has been very hard to see her go through this, but recently God answered my prayer. She agreed to go into a drug rehab program and she returned to Christ after backsliding for many years. I know her transformation is not complete, but if you had told me a year ago that she would be getting clean and living for Jesus again, it would have been hard to believe because of where she was. Thank you for praying and for your uplifting words that keep me strong throughout this process. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And again, I say, hallelujah. Glory to God. Elaine. My spirit is leaping for joy within me over what God has done and continues doing for your daughter, Shay. Prayer changes things, doesn't it? Your testimony is so powerful and I know that God is not finished yet. Right now, without further delay, we need to get a praise break in right here.
0: Inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow in their faith. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity.
1: Bless the holy name of Jesus. Mm, I am eager to receive what the Lord has to say to us through this audio devotion you're about to hear, which is a companion to the written devotion of the day available right now at yourdailycupofinspiration.com. Whichever format is best for you, our team has conveniently made that available. All right, the time has arrived to get into today's inspiration, but first, Let's pray really quick. God, our father for whom nothing is too hard. Thank you for sending this person to press play and for the way you will bless them, strengthen them and transform them through your word. Please anoint and equip me to do your work today so that every person under the sound of my voice will know with no doubt that they have heard from you in Jesus name. Amen. So bestie this morning, um, My husband, Kenya, was sharing a news story with me about a local politician who got in some hot water for a statement they made. It doesn't really matter what they said. The point is that it was viewed as controversial. After learning what they uttered, it did not surprise me that it caused a stir in our local community. The backlash was so strong, in fact, their public relations team was forced to issue a new statement recanting the old one. Now, the artful and very common way the PR team danced around and tried to clean up the politician's initial statement was by saying that they, quote unquote, misspoke, indicating that they inaccurately expressed what they were trying to say. But, Kenya you noticed something? This was not the first time this particular politician had said this controversial thing. Not only had they verbally uttered it on a previous occasion, but they had also posted it on social media before being forced to delete it. You know, over the years, as I have matured and been exposed to more people around the world, I realized that we are diverse. We are not a monolith. We don't hold the same views on everything. And that will never be the case. And this is why... I try not to spend time getting angry with public figures or random individuals that articulate viewpoints that differ from my own. This particular politician, what they said, I didn't agree with it, but I don't get upset. Others, however, do get upset, especially when it comes to politics, which are polarizing by nature, right? Politics are an entirely different beast. And since this specific local politician's team knows that standing by such a statement could potentially isolate a specific voting block needed to win the election, you know, well, (laughs) they strategically backpedaled. Look, in today's society, the truth is, like it or not, certain views can quickly get you banned, quote unquote, canceled or labeled something undesirable that does not reflect your true nature. And I think in this modern world, with this live-out-loud culture fueled by social media, people are a bit too quick to share opinions and make strong, bold statements without thinking about the implications. What we say reflects our character, personal ideology, and opens us up to the opinions, judgments, and ideologies of others. Therefore, be prayerful, Bestie, about what you say, how you say it, or if you should say it at all, ask God for guidance. That's one of the frustrating things about impulse control and brain trauma because sometimes I'm unable to fully think through what I say. But if you can, certainly think it through. What I do too is I pray for guidance and wisdom all the time because I know that if I'm being led by God in the end, I'll do all right. Because whenever God makes a statement, huh? He is able to back it up, defend it, verify it, and justify it through his word. And God makes statements all the time. Just look in scripture. He makes statements about himself, the world, his plans, and sometimes God's statements are nonverbal. They are made through actions and not words. For instance, the Lord will snatch you out of a struggle to make a statement that he is a deliverer. He will turn an impossible situation around to make the statement that nothing is impossible with him. He made a powerful statement in 2 Kings 6 and 8 through 23. I love this story and have shared it many times. The events in this passage are set primarily in the region of Israel and Aram, which is modern day Syria during the reign of the Israelite King Joram sometime in the mid 9th century BC. So the story plops us down right in the middle of a conflict between the Aramaeans, led by their king and the Israelites. Now, at the core of the controversy is ongoing tension due to supernatural intervention that foils the war plans of the Syrians. Let me explain. Every single time, The Aramaean king plans an attack against Israel. Elisha, a prophet of God, warns the king of Israel and gives him specific details about the planned locations of these attacks. So basically, whenever the king makes a move, Elisha is always one step ahead, ruining his plans. It was like a never-ending game of cat and mouse. Frustrated by this military leak, The king of Aram, who is unsure of the identity of the mole, at first assumes that the traitor is within his own camp. But the king's men inform him that Elisha, the prophet of God, is the culprit. He is the actual informant, not them. Now, the fascinating thing about Elisha's insight into the plans of the Aramean king, bestie, is that he knew all the details of what the king discussed in his bedchamber. How could Elisha hear what went on in the king's private space where there were supposedly no peering eyes or eavesdropping ears? We know, according to Proverbs 15 and 3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place. Then Psalm 139 and 8 says of the Lord, if I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. The Aramean king, however, clearly lacks understanding of the fact that there is no way to hide from, conceal information from, or to outsmart God. But he tries, bless his precious little heart. It kind of tickles me that the king calls himself planning a sneak attack against the very prophet to whom God was actively and repeatedly revealing all the Aramean secret war plans, Nowhere in the king's mind did it occur to him that sneaking up on someone with divine insight may be hard to do. Like, why did he not draw the logical conclusion that if the prophet could see and hear what was happening in the king's private chambers, then he likely could not be defeated by a military ambush? So, anyway, one day the king of Aram reaches his breaking point and is sick to death of Elisha messing up. His military strategy. To nip this in the bud once and for all, he sends a huge army, including horses and chariots, to surround the city of Dothan, where Elisha and his servant are staying. The Aramaeans rolled up deep. Here's something interesting I want you to pay attention to. Although God had been revealing the Aramaean king's plans to Elisha all this time, nowhere. In scripture, does it say that the Lord forewarned Elisha that the army was coming to Dothan to get him? How come God didn't tell Elisha to get out of there? Why not flex his power to reveal the opposing army's plans once again? Well, that's because the Lord had other plans. God let the enemy surround the camp because he was about to make a statement about his power. God, has already employed the strategy of revealing the enemy's plans in advance and multiple times at that. He didn't need to make a statement about something he had already done. He was about to do something new and issue an entirely different statement about the range of his power, sovereignty, and wisdom. We serve a God who has a diverse portfolio of strategies and plans, an inexhaustible well of resources, and unlimited wisdom and power. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The Lord is not a one-trick pony, meaning a person or thing with only one special feature, talent, or area of expertise. Psalm 147.5 says, Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. Friend, sometimes the Lord will give the enemy permission to attack you to make a statement about who he is and what he's able to do. God will let the weapon be formed against you just to demonstrate that it won't prosper. He'll let the war be waged against you just to prove the point that both the battle and the victory belong to him. Let the enemy fight against you, bestie. He'll lose. Every single time. In this story today, God is making a statement consistent with the one in Isaiah 8 and 10, which says, call your counsels of war, but they will be worthless. Develop your strategies, but they will not succeed for God is with us. Ah, that's my scripture right there. In this same chapter of Isaiah verse eight, God is revealed as Emmanuel, a masculine Hebrew name meaning God with us or God is with us. So then God is using this war as a backdrop to make a statement about who he is, Emmanuel, God with us. When Elisha's servant noticed the huge, forceful, intimidating army surrounding the camp, he started freaking out because He didn't know that Emmanuel was with them. So panic-stricken, he said to Elisha, Master, what are we going to do? He was convinced that they were about to die a horribly violent death that day. But Elisha, Mr. Cool, calm and collected, told him, don't worry, my friend. There are more with us than there are with them. The servant couldn't see what Elisha could until Elisha prayed that God would open his eyes and God did just that. Suddenly, the servant observed that the hillside was filled with chariots of fire and angelic warriors ready to fight for them. Emmanuel, God with us, showed up and made a statement found in Romans 8 and 31. If God be for us, huh? who?" can be against us. My, my, my. The place where the Arameans attacked Elisha and his servant Dothan is first mentioned in Genesis 37 and 17. Dothan bestie, which was on the caravan route from Egypt to Syria, is where Joseph's brothers mistreated him and sold him into slavery. Remember that? There are two wells located in Dothan that still remain today. In fact, the name Dothan means two wells, and one of the wells is called the Pit of Joseph. Now, get the significance of this. I get so excited about the Word of God. We know that God took Joseph from the Pit of Dothan to the palace in Egypt and taught us through Joseph's life. And that infamous Bible verse in Genesis 50 and 20, that what the enemy meant for evil, God has a way of turning it around for good. And here again, we land right in Dothan. This time it was Elisha and his servant in the place where the pit of Joseph is located. In this very setting, God, who is always strategic and does nothing by accident, makes a statement again. Long story short, God blinded the Aramaeans who were led by Elisha straight to Israel's army, which could have massacred the Aramaeans. Instead, Israel sent them back to their king looking foolish, and they never raided Israel's territory again. Look at God making a statement, what the enemy meant for evil, trying to figuratively put Elisha and his servant in a pit like Joseph's brothers did him. God turned it around for good to accomplish his purpose. Somebody has been crying over your current predicament because you failed to understand something fundamental. God will let you get caught in what appears to be a bind, a jam, a seemingly unfixable problem just to show you that he is the answer. God is right there in the midst of the chaos setting you up to see the profound statement he's about to make on your behalf. Your natural issue is just the means by which God will issue a supernatural statement. You may have a financial issue, a health issue, an employment issue, a relationship issue, a legal issue, a family issue, or even an issue of blood like the woman in Luke 8 and 43 through forty-eight, she spent all her resources going from doctor to doctor with no solution in sight. But when she reached out and touched the hem of Jesus's garment, His power reached out and touched her, and instantly she was made whole. Allowing God to make the statement that if you can just touch Jesus, your life will never be the same again. God told me to tell you that He's about to issue a special statement on your behalf. A Matthew 28 and 18 statement, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. A Numbers 23 and 19 statement, God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? A Psalm 23 and 6 statement, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. An Exodus 15 and 26 statement, I am the Lord that healeth thee. A Philippians 4:19 statement, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And an Isaiah 43 and two through three statement, oh, which is the sweetener I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration. And it says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. As you drink down the contents of your cup, give your issues to God and watch him issue a powerful statement on your behalf. Be confident in his word, even in seemingly impossible situations. Refuse to panic, even in chaotic situations. Cling to hope, even in hopeless situations. And God will use your life to make the unforgettable statement of Jeremiah 32 and 27. I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. In the midst of impossible situations and unstable times, I humbly come before you seeking your guidance and strength on their behalf. I acknowledge that with you, nothing is too hard or impossible. You are the almighty God capable of performing miracles and displaying your power in all circumstances. Please grant them the faith to believe that you are working all things together for their good, even when the path is uncertain and the storm rages around them.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.